Warning, the following episode contains elements of horror that may be unsuitable for listeners under the age of 13. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to Beyond the Bazaar podcast. I'm Brianna, your host, and I'm back with another episode of our Halloween special, The Seven Nights of Terror. So as you guys may know, there are many ghost stories, urban legends, lore that surrounds the Halloween holiday. But there are also many games and rituals that center around the art of divination. And since we're only a few days away from Halloween, I thought I'd share some of my favorite Halloween divination games with you guys. Some of them are the old classics, while some of them may be new, but they're interesting and fun all the same. And I hope that you guys all enjoy it. And if you decide to partake in any of these games on the Halloween holiday, give us a shout out and let us know. So most of these rituals, well, let's just say probably all of them have to be played on Halloween. So that's why I figured it would be a good idea for me to share the rituals and games with you guys a few days before to give prep time and time, you know, just to make your decision and muster up any courage that you have inside of you to partake in these games. So with that being said, let's get into Halloween divination games. The first one I'm going to share here is to conjure the image of your future love. So this is probably the most familiar one, kind of the first one that I've ever heard of when I was younger. So it's kind of a more classic older Halloween divination game where the object of the ritual is to see who the love of your life is supposed to be. So starting with players, there will only be one player, so you have to act alone, or if you're with a group of friends, you can each take your own turn. Here are the things that you will need. You will need a mirror, a candle, matches or a lighter, a fresh apple, a paring knife, a clock, and a quiet room to play in. Once you have all of your supplies together, you're ready to begin the ritual. You will want to begin the ritual before midnight on Halloween, October 31st. Gather all of your supplies and take them to the quiet room that you designated to play in. If the room does not already come equipped with a mirror, bring the mirror with you. 
If there are any lights on in the room, turn them off. You will then want to place the candle by the mirror and light the candle. Stand in front of the mirror, facing it. Using your paring knife, you're going to want to cut the apple into nine slices. You're going to then proceed by eating eight of the apple slices as you look into the mirror. Do not, I repeat, do not eat the ninth slice. Instead, at precisely midnight, offer the ninth slice to the mirror. Now, look closely into the mirror. Close, even closer. Tell me, what do you see? If you see nothing but your own reflection, the ritual was unsuccessful, you can go ahead and try again next year if you want. But if you see the image of someone else other than yourself, the ritual has been successful. So remember the face that you are seeing, for this is the person you're destined to love. However, if you are to see the image of a skull, it can mean one of two things, depending on the legend or lore that you believe in. So one version states that if you were to see the image of a skull, then it means that you will die before ever falling in love. The second version means that your days are numbered due to conducting this ritual. So treasure the days that you have left either way in my opinion they're both equally sad <laughs> and both equally true unfortunately i guess but that is the lore and we can't argue with that so with love aside there is another um, halloween divination game that can be played for one to learn their future for this particular game you will need 12 players and the supplies that, you, that will be needed are 12 candles, one for each player, matches or a lighter, a large clod of earth that must, unfortunately, be gathered from a cemetery, and a quiet room to play in. Begin the ritual at nightfall on October 31st. Gather all players and the supplies and take them to the quiet room. Give one candle to each player. Turn off the lights. Place the graveyard dirt in the center of the room. One by one, have each player plant their candle in the dirt. But be sure to not lose track of which candle belongs to which player. Now each player should proceed to light their candle. As each player lights their candle, they must say their full name out loud. After a player has lit their candle, they should pass the matches or lighter to the next player to their right. After all candles are lit, watch the flames as the future of each player is revealed. If the candle burns steadily, the player's future is strong and certain. They can expect good things to come their way. 
If the candle flickers or wavers, the player's future is uncertain. Unfortunately, doubt and strife will plague them. But if the player has a candle that goes out, that's not good. And I'm very sorry. So it seems like this ritual is the more so kind of obtain the outcome of one's future. And I think that's really interesting. So I think the well, most Halloween divination rituals are cool, but I think that's a really interesting one. The next one is a ritual to test one's luck. So for this particular ritual, it can be as many players as you want. And you will need three saucer plates, some clean water, some soapy water, a blindfold, a table, and a large room to play in. You may begin the game at any time on October 31st. If the large room does not already come equipped with the table, position the table in the room. Take the saucers and place them on the table. Make sure to put some distance between the plates. Now you're gonna fill one saucer with clean water and fill another one with soapy water. But leave one empty. Now you're going to blindfold yourself. If you're playing with other players and you're not the one that's blindfolded, spin the blindfolded player around until they are disoriented. If you're playing alone, then spin around until you are disoriented. But for the sake of Halloween fun, let's just say that you're playing with a group of friends. Once the player is dis disoriented, lead them to the table. When the blindfolded player reaches the table, they must reach out and find one saucer and dip their fingers into it lightly. If it is a saucer with clean water, the player will have good luck in the next upcoming year. If it is a saucer with soapy water, the player will have kind of in-between luck in the upcoming year. However, if it is the empty saucer that the player grabs, they will have no luck in the upcoming year. Now, I feel that the ritual to test your luck is a fun ritual to play, especially amongst friends. But you know, there is another ritual that you can play with your significant other to discover whether or not your love is true. So for this game, there will need to be two players. And these players must have a romantic relationship with one another. The supplies that will be needed are two hazelnuts, one for each player, and the means and space to build a fire. So the usual wood, kindling, matches, lighter, and this can be a bonfire or a fireplace, just a safe way to create this fire. So you and the other player can begin the ritual after dark on Halloween, October 31st. Build the fire and wait until it grows strong and bright. Together, both players should toss their hazelnuts into the fire, but be sure to not lose track of which hazelnut belongs to which player. Now watch the hazelnuts closely. 
if both burn equally together, this union will last. If one burns more brightly than the other, that player's love is deeper than the other player's. If one of the hazelnuts cracks or explodes, that player will not remain faithful. Now see, that's the ritual that I do not need to know anything about because I'll be like, let's be on to play a game. <laughs> I do not, I do not need to know. I do not need to know anything about that. But it is something I think that could be fun worth playing. I mean, the worst thing that can come out of it is just some hurt feelings and possibly the end, you know, end of a relationship, you know, but it happens. And if you happen to be the player whose hazelnut burns dimly or the one that has the hazelnut that cracks or explodes, it may be because you're trying to choose between two different suitors. And of course, there's a ritual to help you out with that as well. For this ritual, there's only one player. You will need the names of two suitors or romantic interests. You will need two hazelnuts. And once again, the means to build a fire safely. So once again, you'll begin after dark on Halloween, October 31st. You want to build your fire and wait for it to burn strong and bright. Assign a hazelnut to one suitor and then assign the other hazelnut to the other suitor. Do you want to toss both hazelnuts into the fire? But be sure to not lose track of which hazelnut corresponds to which suitor. Now watch closely. The first hazelnut to pop represents the love that is the truest. I just love that both of these rituals kind of put the fate of a relationship into into the reaction of hazelnuts to fire but that's what makes these kind of divination rituals so fun and plus fire is an element that holds great power so who's to say that it's not true and if you have any doubts you can always play a ritual that allows you to seek answers from the dead this ritual allows only one player the supplies that you will need will be one purple candle incense in an incense burner, matches or a lighter, salt, a small bell, a quiet dark room, and a power object. This power object can be the photograph of the person that you're wanting to contact or an item that belonged to the person in life. You may begin the ritual after dark on Halloween, October 31st. Gather your supplies and bring them to the quiet dark room. If there are any lights on, you may dim the lights or turn off the lights completely. Place the candle in the middle of the room, on the floor or on a table, whichever you decide. Create a circle of salt around it, then light it with the matches or lighter. You will then light the incense and call the four quarters. For those of you who aren't familiar with the calling of the quarters or quarter calling, pretty much what it is, it's a ritual that's performed at the start of any type of magical 
or spiritual work by magical practitioners and it's used in several traditions but mostly um, by um, Wiccans and it's pretty much an invocation to the elemental energies tied to the four cardinal directions that's on the compass. You know, so it's kind of meant to bring those energies into the magic circle and serve as protection and to also provide energy. So many customs and traditions assign each element to a corresponding direction and each of these directions is known as a quarter. So when calling the quarters, the practitioner will face each direction invoking or evoking the corresponding element of that direction. So north is earth, east is air, south is fire, and west is water. So once the quarters have been called, place the incense beside the candle. And then you want to ring the bell three times. You may now speak with the person you have attempted to contact. Speak softly and be respectful. Keep in mind that they may or may not choose to respond, but they will be listening all the same. So you can ask any questions that you may have. If you're fortunate enough, they will provide a response, but they may not choose to communicate in words, so pay attention to your environment. When you have finished speaking with them, bid your goodbyes and extinguish the candle. But it is important to remember that if at any point, and I mean at any point, if you feel that the entity that you have contacted is not the person that you intended to contact, excuse yourself and extinguish the candle immediately. Fortunately, there are no, really no ways to tell how you can tell that, but I guess just the energy, the energy will be there since you did, you know, call the quarters. You may sense that energy may not be the same as the person that you're trying to contact, so that may be a telltale sign. You know, just kind of deck out immediately while it's safe. So those are all of my favorite Halloween divination games. They're now I'm pretty sure there are more out there, but I don't want to get into like too deep into the more I should say ones that require more experience. But these are kind of like the relatively safe, tame ones. But still fun to play on Halloween, especially with the veil being its thinnest. You know, it's a good good time to get some answers or to try your luck or to find true love. You know, all the possibilities are endless. So just have fun and of course goes without saying be safe. And I probably should have said this beforehand, but as always play at your own risk. Because sometimes kind of meddling into these type of things can come with a price. But once again, just stay safe and have fun. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of our Seven Nights of Terror. So once again, just have fun, stay safe, stay bizarre, and good night.